0: podcast network asia
1: you know during recess or lunch the lights would be off because people are like napping and we would just be pretending to like hug but we were really fingering each other in the classroom let's talk about sex oh yes love relationships and mental health The Sexy Minds Podcast, hosted by the Philippines' all time bachelor, DJ Tony Tony, and the country's sex therapist, Doc Rika Cruz, powered by Podcast Network Asia.
0: (laughs) All right, welcome to another episode of the Sexy Minds Podcast, powered by Pod Machine. And my name is Tony Tony, along with Doc Rika. As usual, she is running behind. And uh, if you guys are planning to start a podcast and you want to monetize it, Uh, Do check out Pod Machine They'll help you out Cut it, edit it And record as well Uh, Don't forget We're also on Instagram, Twitter And Facebook It's The Sexy Minds Uh, And on uh, Oh, by the way Yeah, you can actually Listen to us on Anchor, Podcast Radio Republic And on this um, Platform Spotify And we'd love to hear Your sex stories Your fantasies Your kinks Whether you have a relationship Or a personal issue do email us, thesexyminds at gmail.com. Leave us a voice message at bit.ly forward slash thesexyminds hotline. And you can actually hit us up on Telegram. Hey, we're on there as well. It's the Sexy Minds. And uh, just join, subscribe, like, and share. Um, tonight, we have a special guest by the name of Wanda. Uh, she's uh, in her mid-20s. Uh, I believe she's in a relationship. And she's got a great story very colorful um she's born and raised in the philippines and basically grew up later part of her life in u.s of a so this was going to be a hot one for sure you know people who migrate to another country have the craziest story so i can't wait to start and find out how it's going for her welcome wanda to the show
1: hi tony good to be here
0: thanks for doing this uh, let's get right to it. I, I can, I, you know, I love interviewing um, people who have left the Philippines and have sort of migrated or at least grew up in another country. Uh, they're more open they're, they're very uh, more, I guess, the confidence level is there. So tell us how you first, I guess, learned about sex. Uh, How did it start? Was it self-discovery or was it with another person?
1: Yeah. Well, my earliest, not to go too far back into early development, early childhood development, but I remember my earliest memories of sexuality or anything. My earliest sexual memory was I, I don't even know if, I was in school, but I remember I, there was a happy meal and part of that happy meal was a notebook. And in that notebook, I drew a man and a woman. Um, and I didn't get the distance right, but the man was touching the girl's boobs. And because I didn't get the drawing right, his arms were so long because I had to connect the man and the boob. But I just remember that kind of vividly, because I was so young. And looking back, I always thought, like, was that normal? That's kind of weird. But um, yeah, but other than that, later on in my life, I, you know, like a lot of girls in the Philippines, I grew up in an all girls Catholic school, just as a lot of boys and girls have, you know, go to exclusive schools, And so my, my earliest memories of my sexuality, my earliest experiences were with girls. So around, I want to say actual interaction with someone else is around 14, 13, 14. Um, Just interest. I, you know, this was a girl that I went to school with that was the same age and you know, kind of expressed interest in me and I kind of went with it and really was just excited by it. Had a lot of hormones going on and it was very sexual. I remember because, you know, I would go over to her house. It was very much forbidden. Of course, um, my family thought she was a friend. They would drop me off to her house and, you know, her family would be there. So it no one would think twice about if we're in the bedroom or in the living room or staying over or anything like that. But um, that was my first experience really of.
0: Was it her that pulled the first move or you pulled the first move? I mean.
1: I think it was her. I think it was her. Um, I honestly can't remember with confidence, but I, I think it, might have been her but it, it wasn't like I was difficult to 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 convince to be like involved I think it was you know very much a mutual thing and so I remember not a lot of people my age or within my batch I guess not a lot of people were to to my knowledge sexually active so at the time it felt like we could get away with a lot of things because, for example, being in a classroom and, you know, during recess or lunch, the lights would be off because people are like napping and we would just be pretending to like hug, but we were really fingering each other in the classroom. So obviously today everyone knows how that looks like, but at the time it felt like no, because no one was, no one else was sexually active. They didn't even know what to make of it. At least that's what I thought. So, for like a whole year, we'd be doing that kind of stuff. I would cut holes in my um, my skirt or my my jogging pants so that she could loop her arm around my back and finger me through my pocket. That kind of thing, while while you know, there was like free time or something around people who are just like eating lunch looking back uh that is kind of gross I would hate to see a 14 year old two 14 year olds do that I do not want to witness that but yeah I think
0: (laughs) at that time it was a consent at the end of the day it was two two underage women giving consent to one another um and you were you both were exploring I mean uh, yeah I mean that's what all girls' schools and all boys' schools, I think that's what, that's what happens, you know, when you're young and you're, you're, you're curious and you're exploring. Um, how did you not get caught? That's amazing. Like, no one caught you, girls?
1: I, I think there was this one girl that was kind of like, I know what you're doing. Or, like, a friend told me that someone brought up to her. So, like, my friend and another person were talking about it. And so my friend, being a good friend, kind of told me, like, I think this girl knows what you're up to. Um, but that was as far as I knew. I mean, I, I think we were pretty. That's crazy. That is nuts. nuts. Wait, Stealthy. did you guys
0: have an orgasm at that time? Did you guys knew that if you guys were.
1: Uh, I didn't know. No, we didn't really know how to do that yeah. at the time.
0: Just It was just mere pleasure of yeah, fingering each other.
1: Yes, yeah. Oh my God. I just remember we yeah, I felt very very turned on. I was very horny. And you know, like you would have a file case, like yeah, like yeah. a hard shell, um, like file case. We'd use that, like put on top of my lap so that it was like less obvious. <laughs> just shit like that. Can I say shit?
0: Yeah, you can say anything Believe on this podcast. Um, so that's 1314. <laughs> moving towards high school was it still female or when was your first um male encounter hold on yes, one second. Then,
1: yeah so after that i mean i i was romantically attracted to a lot of girls mm-hmm. um but sexually at the time um let me I would have some, you know, I would, it was also the start of me experimenting with like alcohol. So at like parties and stuff or get togethers, there would be things that would happen, like what, you know, anywhere from the spectrum of just making out to like, I don't know, fingering (laughs) friends. It was crazy, I guess. Um, So that, but that was in terms of,
0: this was in uh, this was still in elementary.
1: Sorry, no, no, no. Well, 14 is like high school. 14 oh, high is like school. 14, okay. Yeah. So that's like right when I hit high school. Okay. So yeah. Um the early part of high school is when that all started. And then, you know, drinking and being just being excited about alcohol. Um, and still the people that I was around were with girls and I you know, would be, I I was attracted to girls. So, um, some casual experimentation as well. And then I, I had a boyfriend, my first boyfriend when I was 16, about 15, 16, turning 16. Um, and you know, that was obviously very, very romantic and also very sexually charged as I was, just continuing with all the, all of those hormones at the time
0: was he the one so initiating I had a boyfriend or were you were you the one initiating
1: it's hard to tell with that stuff because I maybe the reason that I don't remember very well is because I'm sure that I had some subconscious initiations or I would let I would leave breadcrumbs for partners to initiate okay. I would leave blatant signs for yeah. partners to initiate. But you were outright initiating.
0: But you wanted to have sex. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. Yes. But okay. That's the thing. So with my boyfriend at the time, of course, you know, my family, as progressive as they were at the time, still can't go into the bedroom alone when he would come over um, or anything. So we would have to find our own ways. So I would go over to his house or to his place with his family uh and his mom would be there but they he was um i think they were a, a little more lenient with him being a guy too so i would go over to his place and that's where he would do everything um, in his room in his room yeah so his mom actually let us freaking brave his, i know you but little girl but the thing is we we, we did everything but have intercourse
0: okay All
1: by right. choice because at the time i didn't i wasn't really educated on like contraception or i was you know growing Deckard. up in catholic school you're really afraid of getting pregnant so i was just afraid and so my idea was like if if i'm going to have sex the definition of sex is kind of can be loosely defined because my, boyfriend, my first boyfriend and I did everything but intercourse. Because in my head, you know, I was afraid of getting pregnant. So I thought if I wanted to have sex for the first time... And now, you know, looking back, obviously, I did have sex with my female partners before. It's just like the definition of sex, of course, was very heterosexual. Yeah. And so the like, sex with girls wasn't counted. That's what people think. Okay. But anyway, I... In my how head was, at how time, was the
0: time. How was the oral sex or foreplay or whatever, whatever you call it back in the day? Because you didn't, yeah. I'm sure uh, you didn't have a guide. I'm sure you didn't research it. You just went, you know, and, and trial and error, right? Does this feel yeah. good? Does this feel good? You know, is this
1: Yeah. So I, it was obviously a lot of oral sex. But the thing is, I wasn't confident yet. I think. On with receiving okay. oral at the time, so I would give head, um and and because at the time that was really all we could do. Yeah. I didn't like giving hand jobs; I'd rather do Put in oral. oral. <laughs> yeah, it's just easier.
0: What about right? with your girlfriends? Did you guys do oral sex then, or it was just um, fingering?
1: It was fingering for the most part, but I would go down on well my partner at the my girlfriend at the time and then I remember she yeah. got really pissed she I remember we were in the school bus in the school <laughs> bus waiting for you know like everyone has different times when like everyone's ready to go home so we would you know sometimes we'd get get off early and the others have like extracurricular. so we would have to wait so while we were waiting I went into her school bus And that was like the first time I went down on a girl. Um, And then she really wanted to go down on me eventually. And I, I wouldn't, because I didn't feel, I felt, I didn't, that's never, I've never experienced it. And I felt like, am I okay down there? Like, is it, is it going to be bad? Like, is she going to, am I going to taste bad? I don't, I have never experienced it before. So I didn't. And she was really pissed. I remember she uh, didn't take that well. Hi there, I'm Clara. And I'm Dusko. We're the hosts of Adult Content, a podcast made by adults for adults. Where we talk about everything and anything on love, sex, dating.
0: But really it's just all about sex. <laughs> Check out our podcast on Spotify. Apple, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: We'll see you there.
0: Adult Content is powered by Podcast Network
1: Asia and Podmetrics.
0: How did you feel going down on her? How was that experience?
1: Um, (laughs) I mean, it was, I thought it was hot. Okay. You know, being in the school bus. Um... (laughs)
0: hell yeah
1: i know you know what <laughs> um uh, it, it's funny because i'm a therapist and you don't ask the question of like how do you, how did she feel going down on this person and in my head i was just stuck in that school bus like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> So you were in the school bus, and you decided to go down on each other, no yeah. skirts, and then okay. I,
0: I, I took the school bus, and I had no none of my friends asked me if they want to go down on me. I was you on the.
1: Out. I was on the
0: wrong school bus. I was on the damn wrong <laughs> school bus. I gotta get the plates. I was again.
1: on the. I was on a magic school bus for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. that that is crazy. That is that's nuts. But well, okay, so go on. You you and your boyfriend.
1: So me. Do we do oral. So yeah. All we would do is oral for me, like one way, and I didn't feel comfortable enough because I still didn't. I still wasn't sure how I was. So I was just like rather avoid it. So it was just a lot of fingering, which I you know, really enjoyed. Okay. Um, yeah. And the idea for me was like, I didn't want to have sex because I was just afraid of getting pregnant. And if I wanted to have sex for the first time, I'd rather, I'd rather feel okay about it. I want to feel okay about it. I don't want to feel scared. I want to go like all out without having the consequences after that was my thinking. Um, so yeah, we were together for a year and a half, I think or almost two years and, um, did everything, but Intercourse and same thing with my girlfriend was that was just an era where you know we we were kids that did it everywhere and like you know we would take a cab and we would do it there. He would kind of he would be fingering me or in like fire exits, you know, the usual stuff, but it was harder for him just because he's a guy versus when I had a girlfriend and I could go into changing rooms and like same gender like bathrooms and we could do it there um i couldn't do that with my boyfriend anymore so we just had to be more careful um where we did things but yeah that was also So when did
0: you first eventually just decide on okay i want i want to have sex i want i want to have penetration
1: yeah um it wasn't till i moved actually to the us oh wow. okay. because i had a girlfriend after my boyfriend, I had a girlfriend and we were in an exclusive relationship. Um, it was long distance. I met, I met someone when I was about to leave for the U S and we decided to be in a relationship and it was long distance. And I would see her a couple of times a year when I would go back home. Um, and so, yeah, that was also, I think with that, she was the first partner where I remember orgasming with a partner. It was very sensual. And again, with the benefit of being able to do it anywhere. Because we were both kind of straight looking girls, I would say. Okay. So no one would really suspect.
0: Are you guys still um, friends now? We are are not. Oh. No. No. (laughs) She...
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, I usually have friends. I've usually have good relationships with my ex, except for oh. her. Her, yeah. Part shocked. part of me wants to ask what happened, but another part of me is clearly asking. So, where are these places I can name? A <laughs> and of you're talking about? Yeah, where, where was that place uh,
0: you had an orgasm? Where Where exactly was that? Oh. That
1: That was um. Well, was that would it, be it in her place like in her house with her family okay
0: okay so it's a safe space okay yes yeah
1: and i think i like had to be lying down you know on my back to be relaxed and like actually orgasm
0: exactly but
1: yeah um i guess these places like we would go to the mall and typical like bathrooms or changing rooms or cabs um it definitely these places narrowed down like taxis yeah (laughs) She's adventurous. She's really, Wanda,
0: Wanda's adventurous. Uh, you know where's Wanda? I know,
1: right?
0: I think they. Yeah. Where's, where's Waldo? Where's Wanda?
1: <laughs> Where is she? And what yeah. is she doing? And in my head, it was like no one suspected, but maybe they did. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was just like a lot of hormones. And do you think?
0: Do you think your sexual appetite was much higher? Than the average classmate uh, back yes. then. Okay. Yeah. Was there a reason yeah. for that? Was Was there something that was triggering that side of you why you were excessively curious and adventurous at such a young age? Like, uh, I want to I, I know now. Like, how wild are you now, like these days? Like, I, I'm just curious. I can't wait to get to that part yet. But, yeah. Being 13, 14, and then 15, 16, wow. And then, you know what I mean? You, you had no fear.
1: I mean, I did.
0: Well, you had, you were, you, that's what gave you the rush. You know what I mean? But yeah. you, put, you actually did the things that make people want to do these things because of it's, it's forbidden. It's, you know, it's right. not allowed. But here you are, not of legal age, doing these things. People of legal age. I have to check that off their bucket list. Here you are. You've checked off a lot of things that we ask our, 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 our guests. You know what I mean? You, you've, you've basically done a lot and you weren't even 18 yet. So I'm just curious as to why you were so yeah. adventurous sexually.
1: I, I asked myself that and I can't point it to any direct experiences Growing up, all I know is I do. I do remember sexual thoughts when I was much younger. Okay. I was, I was telling you, um, you know, I had a female neighbor when I was probably, I, I, five. I don't know. And like I had her, I was like curious about my vagina, and so like I had her, I was like wanted her to touch it, or like wanted her to touch my boobs or something, or wow. my nipples at the time. <laughs> Um, so I, but I can't attribute it to any particular event. All I know is that I've had that drive. It wasn't. And I think it was, I didn't see it as like dangerous or anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like, you know, a naughty or a bad girl. I was just knew I was horny, but I think because I was always like a good girl. I did well in school. I was like a good daughter. I was you know my sister hated me because my because i was like the perfect child so i think i in my head i balanced it out with like i can I think, do these things because i
0: that. think that's the narrative you thought that okay i got good grades i'm a good girl let me let me compensate now and, and be curious and, and do a little of the opposite but i think you're still a good girl that just has you know i i high sexual appetite. You know what I mean? I, I I think that's still good. I think the narrative that we play in our heads is that sex is bad because we're taught that. Religion has taught us that, okay, no sex till marriage, none of this, no boys, no girls. Uh, but obviously that that has somewhat been conditioned where you thought doing these things were were not good, right? Obviously. Yeah. But... If you really think about it, it's just human nature to each his own.
1: Yeah. And it wasn't, to me, it wasn't a moral conflict. I didn't feel that I was bad. It was just more like, I don't want to get caught. I don't want to get kicked out of school. It was more um, (laughs) about Yeah, putting holes in
0: your jogging pants so that your friend can finger you is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, That I definitely don't want the nuns to find out about that. Yeah. So it was more like of an authority issue. For me, or a fear of authority than a moral.
0: Moral, okay, fair enough. Um, Okay, so getting having your first boyfriend and your first orgasm with him. How long did that relationship last? How was that
1: sexual? Sorry, my. Sorry, I meant that I had my boyfriend, and then with my girlfriend, I had my first orgasm with a partner.
0: Okay, so you're. Yeah, although I did orgasm. Okay. Your first orgasm yeah. was with your ex-girlfriend, after your boyfriend.
1: Yes, correct. But um I did or I did orgasm by masturbating before. Okay. So it wasn't my first time orgasming with her, but with a partner. Yes. Um yeah, so that was very sensual, very kind of emotional relationship. I think it was the nature of it. Um and yeah, from there I moved and she and I broke up that lasted for a year and a half. I would say it was like a it was a long distance relationship. Okay. And after that, I think is when I started um kind of really exploring. That was when I was in the US. I was around different people, you know, a different kind of thinking. And I remember so when she and I broke up after that I had a friend that I was kind of interested in and yeah we just started talking and I just went over his place I was this this was the start of college at this okay. point and then I we started talking you know we started flirting and started talking about sex and found out that he has never had sex and I had never had Penetrative sex with the opposite sex, I guess.
0: Yeah. So with a a man, you haven't had penetrative with a man.
1: I know. I and I'm I'm careful defining it because I want to respect my experiences with the you know when I with girls. Now looking back, so you know when I say extra words, it's because of that. But yeah, with this guy, he was just a friend. That was kind of the start of like casual hookups because. Before that point, I didn't really have casual hookups, save for some of the parties where I would just like make out with girls. I don't know. That was kind of short-lived. So um, then I am now in the US. I kind of want to explore. I was like, you know, I'm in college. I'm just going to go do it. I've been sexually active. It doesn't make sense to me that I haven't had penetrative sex. So I'm just going to do it. Let's get it over with. And this guy I was attracted to anyway, so we have sex. I have sex for the first time by standard definition, and it was, it was you know, it was first time sex. It was like we didn't we weren't sure what we were doing.
0: Was and it bad? Hurt. Yeah. Oh, it hurt. It
1: wasn't <laughs> bad. It was just like my vagina wasn't used to that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So I still remember the feeling. Was there
0: fear? So was there was there fear or any kind of uh, uncertainty on your part?
1: No, because I had been very sexually active in my own way okay. by then. So I was very much ready for that. It was kind of like just something I wanted to do, and I I was attracted to him. So I enjoyed that. The only thing was like we would do it for hours, and it hurt because of that I think I don't know if that's normal but
0: yeah there's no lube right so
1: there's no lube yeah we used a condom and we did it for hours yeah so it kind of hurt but then he became my friend with benefits for a while okay but then you know being young caught feelings it's kind of um a relationship but never really I never wanted to put a label on it because I had just Gone out of my relationship with my ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, which I was like kind of healing from. Yeah. So, yeah, never put a label on that, but just had a lot of sex. Went over his place.
0: Psst. Hi. Anong trip mo? Gusto mo ba magdamagan o quickie lang? Hey, you don't understand Tagalog. I'm sorry. What I'm trying to say is this dirty slot right here wants to get their ass sore. Can you do it? <laughs> Quickie PH Season 4 Coming February 12, 2022 With an English version released every Thursday of the following week Quickie PH Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts
1: He was born and raised there, so he's American
0: So he's white white dick, white cock He
1: was white He's not gonna listen to this He was, he was half white, half Persian
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Good size.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. I mean I didn't well. Yeah, I guess I had my ex boyfriend at the time. But yeah, it was
0: Yeah, you had nothing you didn't have a vast, you know, uh comparison. You didn't have a vast uh I guess uh uh in terms of comparisons. Catalogs of, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So it was, it was a good size. I thought, um, in fact it hurt in the beginning, but maybe it would have hurt regardless. I don't know, but he, he, we respected each other, which I appreciated. And he, he and I, because we were both not experienced in that sense, kind of went through that together. So I, so that was nice. And I appreciated that. Um, it was just, it's, time when you know I was growing a lot, and I just moved there. it was college, I was discovering myself. And so we ended up drifting apart, or I ended up outgrowing him actually. Mm. Um and it became it was gradual, but it became very apparent when I went abroad. i I went I went to Europe for the summer. and um, and I met someone there when I was out and about at a bar.
0: <laughs> don't we her. all Don't we all <laughs> go to Europe and we're out and about and meet someone at the bar?
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was an English pub. I was with my friend. It was a Monday night of all times. We weren't supposed to go there, but we were like, it's just whatever. We had just finished watching like a musical. I was like in very like um, non-bar clothes because it was like a Sunday outfit kind of mood. And anyway, I we go there and these two guys come up to us. And one of them was kind of really funny. He and I immediately just like started poking fun at each other. And we all hung out probably for an hour at the bar and talked. But I could immediately feel some sort of connection. It was very playful and playful, but I wasn't sure if there was a tra- like sexual attraction right away, but it was like it was a very curious moment. So we all exchanged information and we started he and I started talking. Just making fun of each other still, just very witty banter is how I think we masked our feelings as a lot of people do. And
0: so basically, in Tagalog, lumalande. <laughs> I mean, you just you just you just gave it another name, you know. You know witty, witty banter. banter witty banter. I'm like, you know, ano yun diyalo? Yani? Malanday. Madaming witty banter dito. Ah, parang mas mas marami dito sa Pilipinas. Let me tell Tanging you. Ang
1: your default. Yeah. 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 So, you yeah, I but then, you know, I was just on vacation, but the whole time I stayed there for like another couple of weeks and we were still talking. Yeah. Um, just kind of getting to know each other over chat. And so I leave Europe. I go back to the U.S. Two weeks later or about two to three weeks later, he we happened to have a trip to the U.S. scheduled. So okay. that's why we started talking. We were like, um. oh, yeah, I'll show you around um you better better throw me around (laughs) (laughs) and so I was so excited by that it was this kind of exotic like yeah Yeah. met you in Europe serendipitously and just like a spark and then yeah that was like the motivation why we we kept talking was he happened to have a trip scheduled to the U.S. and when that time came we had talked we had been talking so much I was kind of nervous And, you know, I, he was there for just three days, but those were the, those are very special three days to me. I remember we spent every hour together. I think we just slept a couple hours total.
0: Slept Um, together or just slept just strictly sleep.
1: The first night I slept in my apartment, he slept in his Airbnb. Okay. And then we just met up like very early in the morning to go, you know, to touristy places. All right. But then it took us a while to because we started off just friends, off yeah, hardly we friends. But you can tell there was like you know there there was Linde. Yeah. but yeah, um, because we started out not being sweet with each other, we were like mean to each other. It sounds immature, but it was funny, right? Because we started that way, it was difficult for us to. Transition. Cross, cross yeah. it.
0: How do you cross it without losing the same kind of friendship or?
1: The dynamic.
0: The, yeah. Yeah. Because once you you stick the cock in the pussy, the dynamics change. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> it, right. or it, it could yeah. not be funny anymore. You know what I mean? It might change the whole dynamics of the friendship.
1: It wasn't even that so much, but it was like getting to the part where we even, in, someone even initiates the putting of the cock in the pussy. It's like, because we never mentioned anything about sex.
0: There you go. There was no communication about, you know, what you like, what you don't like. Are you yeah. into this? Are you into that? I think that's what it was or yeah. that's what it is. And that's how most friendships that don't talk about sex that end up having sex before they talk end up getting ruined.
1: <laughs> yeah. But then it actually turned out really well, surprisingly. Okay. So, okay, he, so on, on the
0: was, second day, he's there for three days. What day did you get it?
1: On the second day.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 this is okay. Wait, this
0: is like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on That was the day. that was the
1: plan the whole time. The whole time I was like wearing nice underwear in case it happens. Yeah. yeah. But I couldn't initiate that's my thing i like couldn't sometimes if you're not dropping hints it's hard for me to be the first person of course maybe. yeah but you know we spent a whole day together going around you know the city and you know he he did drop hints but i kind of didn't know how to accept it we i think he asked me we were playing like a question game just ask each other any questions and he asked me if i was a good kisser and I like didn't know how to answer. I I think I shut down, and he was like, "Can I find out?" And then I still rejected him. I don't know why. I wanted I wanted it. So I've been thinking about that. I thought about it so much after that. So we drive to his Airbnb, right after after we had like a whole day. We were like, "Okay, let's go back to the Airbnb. Let's just chill out <laughs> because we're a bit tired." <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck! Why did I do that?" I, that was the moment. So he was like, okay, I'm just going to shower and then let's go. So we are at his Airbnb and he was ready to go. But I was like, wait, I I fucked it up. I need to do something. This is like another moment that I I think now is the time. So I was like, oh, wait, I think I want to take a nap. (laughs) Is what I said. I want to take a nap. So he was like, okay.
0: (laughs) The old, the, that's the, that's the thing here in the Philippines, you know, when you, when you, after, after clubbing, after going out, it's the, you know what? I don't think I can drive. I don't I can nap, And you check into a hotel or motel and you know, you know, what's up. You know, the drill, you know, the drill Hi. when you say nap muna i just take code a-
1: word. That's a code word.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a code. Nap. Nap. Yeah. Nap. Okay. So you took a nap or
1: I a nap. So called
0: took, took a nap.
1: Took a nap. Air quotes. And it happened then because, because I was like, do you still want to find out if I'm a good kisser? I had to swallow my pride. <laughs>
0: that's fine. <laughs> that's like, fine. Yeah.
1: Or it wasn't even about pride. It was just about awkwardness, I felt yeah. like.
0: And then what did he Um, say?
1: So, then he just kissed me.
0: Okay. And it started from
1: there. Yeah. And so we had sex. Okay. And it was great. We needed to go out though, because we, we we had like a reservation somewhere. All right. So after that, we were kind of holding hands (laughs) while we were walking around. Um, But I was like, I wasn't sure if if he was sensitive to that. So I just kind of took his lead. But yeah, it was just like kind of a blissful.
0: Yeah, just going with the flow. Everything was just, yeah, that's fine.
1: And then that that night, you know, we went out, we partied and it was fun. And we went back to his Airbnb and I slept in his Airbnb. Because then we had sex and we were like, at that point, we could do that. And yeah, the next morning, he... Had to go. So I think we just had breakfast. And and he left. And I was like that, you know, that was just like a magical three days to me. And I didn't know if I was going to see him again. And I told yeah. him, I don't know if I'm going to see you again. But that was really fun. And so he leaves. But then we're still in touch, right? He leaves because he goes to... Vegas, just another part of the u s he like wanted he had a friend there, and we were still texting okay and and so during that one one day, a couple of days later, he messages me. I was like, "How's Vegas? He's like, "Hey, my friend doesn't want to go to the Grand Canyon with me. Do you want to go with me? So I took the first bus to vegas
0: oh, okay. I thought it was I, I thought he was saying. I thought you referred to you as the Grand Canyon. I was like, yo.
1: <laughs> maybe he was <laughs> maybe he was but... right, so you
0: you take a bus the first the first ticket out <laughs> <Great>. <laughs>
1: yeah, I went because I was actually, you know, I was emotionally moved. I don't know. When he left, it was like, I kind of felt empty
0: in 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 Tagalog bitin in, oh, oh. in, in three days. Yeah. And on the second day was was kind of a, it was quick, you know. I mean, it wasn't like chill out sex. It was like okay, we had sex. Okay, get, we got to go. Next thing, next thing, and then next, thing, you know, he has to leave. Yeah. So I think you were out for yeah. sort of part two of nap time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I went to Vegas or Arizona. Yeah. And that was, you know, we. Just no doubt. I was just so comfortable with him. And it just felt right. It just felt right. He stayed with his friend. I think, I don't know, he, he stayed at an Airbnb and there was a pool as well. And we had sex everywhere, you know, in his room and, um, in the pool, which was my first time having sex in a pool at the time. It was really fun. Um, And Did, then, he stay?
0: Did he stay any longer in the country or he left? He eventually left.
1: So he left, but so he went back to Europe. Okay. But then we were obviously very attracted to each other and had feelings for each other. I Maybe mean, we would still talk even when we were apart. Okay. And it became, that was actually the start of a relationship because I visited him a couple times in Europe after that
0: oh because wow
1: we kept talking and i was like why are we still talking why do you think we're still talking like what is this and i don't know it i can't describe it it was it It was uh, hold on let me, let me think of words it was just this like movie like story to me in my life where i like went on vacation. I was like young and just in college, discovering myself and
0: maybe it was something new. Maybe that's why something new, something that you had the freedom to be able to go wherever you wanted to go. You had the freedom to be with this guy. You had the freedom to, to make your own choices. And I think when you have that, when you have that power, um, for the first time, you want to take advantage of every opportunity that comes your way, whether it's this guy or a different guy, or not, maybe you might've met another guy, you know, Um, but because you had that freedom, you want to exercise it. Okay. I can, I can sleep over. Oh, I don't have a curfew. I have no one to tell me what to do. I have full control of, of my, of my choices. And, and, and he was there at that moment. and, it just so happened that the opportunity presented itself because he was able to get your number he w- he made the the initiative to text to continue texting um and so for you as a female oh wow european guy making the effort to text it's nice yeah. you know what I
1: mean? yeah and i think yeah i th- now looking back i that That's what it was. Not that it could have been anyone. Obviously, it helped that we were very compatible. Mm -hmm. But it was also because it meant a lot to my identity. That was, you know, the beginning. I actually had just started. I just moved out of uh, living with family. So I moved to the U.S. and I lived with family for a couple years. And then I went out to live by myself in my own apartment. And that was when I met him. So I was in the middle of discovering, you know, defining my adulthood and my independence.
0: Yeah, that's the best.
1: But, yeah.
0: That, 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 that's awesome. So you were actually, this is a good example of um, fi- meeting someone who's on the same page and is sort of aligned. So how long did this relationship last? Considering he is based in Europe, you're in North America.
1: So this, okay. This lasted two years because he actually moved to the U S for you that, for work.
0: Oh, okay. All for right.
1: work it happened to you. He had been planning to move to the U S okay, but we were on opposite coasts. Okay. So, and it was the start of a long distance open relationship.
0: Okay. So this is where it gets juicy guys. Listen up. So, this open relationship, what are the rules? And how did it start? Obviously this yeah. is your first open relationship.
1: Right. Um So, for context, I was a time in my I was in a time in my life where I was kind of young. I didn't really I I said I was, I didn't want commitment. You know, like people say that I, I don't want to put labels on anything. I don't want a commitment, but then I meet this guy and I'm very much emotionally committed. I am all about him. <laughs> um. But then there's this issue of he is on a different coast. He's a whole flight away. But then, so when I, hold on, sorry. It started because when I went to Europe right before he moved to the U.S. I, I started a conversation with him. I, that was the whole reason I went there. I was like, can we talk about what this is and what our plan is? Mm-hmm. And basically he was saying, I can't be in an exclusive relationship right now. And I can't be in an exclusive relationship. Um, when we're, you know, At a distance, I can't be in a long distance, exclusive relationship. And so I was kind of like, for me, I was confused because I had never been in an open relationship before, but I also didn't want, I wasn't sure if I wanted commitment yet. So
0: it worked at that time.
1: It worked, but it took a lot for me to get there. It took a lot for me to get there because. I don't know because i it was kind of dangerous to me because I really frankly, I was in love with him at the time. I didn't know it. I don't think I admitted it to myself. And then there we were about to start an open relationship. and because because of the way that we are conditioned of, you know, if there's someone else other than you, then if that makes you less special, mm-hmm. I was kind of hurt. I was like, that's also what I want. that's I think that's also what I want, but I feel. It does it. feels so foreign to me. I'm afraid. It makes me nauseous.
0: Okay. Because you're used well, to having a monogamous relationship. Exclusive. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah. Thank you for listening to the Sexy Minds Podcast. Make sure to follow the hosts at DJ Tony Tony and at underscore Rika Cruz to get more of their sexy minds. Powered by Podcast Network Asia.